Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans. Who? To the Hammer Down Racing Report. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Live from the Ron Miller Race Cars uh, Hammer Down Racing Report studio, it's the Hammer Down Racing Report, presented by Oakshade Raceway. They had some uh, news come out this earlier this week. Yeah, they did. Talk a little bit about that. Um, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, uh, we hope to be speaking to Brian Liskai, Fremont Speedway. Yeah. Also, that should be good. Yeah. Get a little preview on the uh, 2022 race season at Fremont, which is uh, scheduled to kick things off this weekend. I think uh, we got some good good weather lined and up. And that's for looking him. really good. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of which, Ryan Weekman will be making his return tonight with the weekend weather pit stop. Too loud for you? No, oh no. <laughs> that it, I, I had, that I had like nothing, and I turned it just a, a smidge, and oh, it's very sensitive. Yeah, uh, we'll be giving me away too, some, me too, Scott. We'll be giving away I'm, some. I'm very sensitive. Pizza as so well. So be careful. All right. Um. So we're, uh, yeah, we're going to give away some pizza. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, going on tonight. Uh, Jerry spoke. I spoke to Jerry earlier. He he said he was going to be back tonight, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, make sure to uh, follow Oakshade Raceway at oakshaderaceway.com on Twitter, Facebook. Do they have Instagram? Probably. I think they do. Yeah, Chrissy's on there, yeah. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, uh, we're the fastest beat to race every Saturday night. Uh, starting May 7th now, uh, the opener has been pushed back one week. Inclement weather. Yeah, due to all the uh, cold and snow and rain and everything else we've had uh, recently. So, um, yeah, so heads up on that. The Bill Rector Memorial will now be May 7th, and that will have the late models. So it'll be a full show. A full show, yeah. yeah. Um, also, don't forget to check out DominatorRaceProducts.com for hood scoops, nose, tail, and other body panels, wheel covers, Bumpers, everything. Rock I, guards. I, I, yeah, I went out to uh, his shop, uh, skirting, uh, you know, all right. kinds of stuff. I went out to uh, his shop on uh, Tuesday, I think it was, and uh, got the tour. It's pretty cool. It is. It's very colorful. It's a very colorful Did shop. you see the big stack of pink noses? I, I did, actually. <laughs> Those really get your attention. I, and he said that I think the pink uh, color has gone up in price for him. What a surprise. Everybody's stuff is going up. Yeah. Uh, but make sure to check out DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Uh, also available from uh, reputable dealers across the United States, such as Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah. We, we love our Dominator products. Do you, do you keep any in stock or you just uh, order Sometimes. The, okay. Their inventory is so broad that it's really difficult to. <laughs> you would uh, need a huge. You need yeah. a bigger place than uh, what Bentley has to yeah. house all that stuff. Uh, also, have to give a shout out to Big D's Pizza Sub, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. 419-547-1444. Call right now. Order some pizza, or order the new uh, pizza burger topped with pizza sauce and pizza cheese. And I really want one of those on a uh, toasted bun. You can also order it. Order Big D's Pizza. Dot com, And just in time, I believe we have Brian Liskai calling in. So let's uh, hammer down race report. 
Hey, Brian, let's guy here. Hey, Brian. Brian, how are you doing? Ron Scott here. I'm doing great, guys. How's it going? What's happening? Good. Busy. We're, we're talking racing. What What are you busy with? Uh, let's see. Writing the press release for the Brad Doty Classic, working on Fremont Speedway Hall of Fame stuff, and getting ready for this weekend. What happens this weekend? Yeah, what's going on this weekend? Uh, well, we got a <laughs> doubleheader. Uh, the AFCS, America, uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series, kicks off uh, tomorrow night at Attica and, and wraps up the weekend Saturday at Fremont, which kicks open its season. How cool is that to, to start off uh, Fremont's uh, season with the, the AFCS? With a big show. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you what, Dwayne Hancock and, and the tracks worked hand-in-hand and with all the great marketing partners, and they put together a heck of a package. They got a bunch of 4,000-wind shows for the 410s, a handful of $1,000 wind shows for the 305s, uh, a big point fund for both the, the 305s and 410s, and some bigger paying series and some bonuses. It's, I, I tell you what, it's going to be a great season for the local guys. And, you know, with the way the economy is, uh, it's going to be very beneficial for those teams that don't have to travel very far to get two good nights racing in. Well, and that short travel, Brian, that is such a huge deal. We've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it, being able to, to pay the expenses staying near home, that's going to be huge for you guys. Yeah. Uh, all we got to do is get Mother Nature to cooperate. But actually, it's kind of worked out with the way the tire racing tire situation has become, uh, you know, Attica just getting their season kicked off last weekend uh, kind of helps that tire situation a little bit. I was going to ask about that. Uh, what uh, is is Fremont doing anything w- about the the tire issues? Is there anything they can do? Uh, you know, we're looking at it. I know Attica's looking at it. Uh, Fremont's looking at it too. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough to do right now, uh, but I think we could look at something short term, like uh, maybe maybe do something like the All Stars do, where you run the same tire uh, you qualify on in the feature event. Uh, to try to cut down on some of that. Uh, honestly, we just need a, a better product in Hoosier Tire. We need a tire, uh, when you put a medium on, that you can make two nights of racing on. That would be a big deal. Your your truck guys are lucky because it's they're racing under kind of an open tire rule. Uh, it, it just has to meet the size requirements. So they have their choice of American Racer or Hoosier, and uh, that that could help that class. Yeah, I did see American Racer did come out with a letter, though, this week saying they're having experience with the same problems as Hoosier is, uh, getting that. raw materials and all that other good stuff. I'm going to have a, a limited supply of the American Racer tires in uh, the first of next week, so hopefully that'll keep the guys happy. Well, there you go. <laughs> so how are, how are things uh, looking for, for this weekend's opener at, at Fremont? Everything uh, ready out there? Have you been out to the track? Uh, I have not uh, been out there for a while here, about probably about a month, but uh, I know the, the guys have been working real hard. Uh, the weather's kind of cooperating this week. It's supposed to rain a little bit tomorrow morning, which is a blessing, actually, because, uh, you know, that Mother Nature's water is a lot better than that city water when it comes to softness and all that other good stuff. And uh, the weather Saturday looks immaculate uh, in the mid to upper 70s and sunshine. So it's going to be a great way to kick off the 71st season at the track that Action built. Absolutely. Any uh, any uh, facility improvements uh, that have gone on during the off season out there? I know they've done a lot of work on the racetrack itself. The concession stands have, have had some uh, work done to them. Uh, the fencing's had some more work done to them. Uh, looking at some options in the pit area and trying to 
at least make it a little more organized. Uh, it, it, you know, we have a very tight kit there at Fremont, and and uh, when you get uh, 120 cars and the haulers and everything, it gets it gets a little chaotic. So we're looking at ways to kind of alle- alleviate some of that issues. Brought uh, former racer Bobby Dissel on board to kind of act as a, a race director, uh, and, and that's going to be a huge load off my shoulders uh, this season. So looking forward to working with Bobby. Brian, uh, I know the the uh, tech inspector for the trucks uh, had said at the end of last season that he wouldn't be back. How How is that stacking up? Do you know? I, I have not heard uh, if Bill's going to – I'm assuming Bill's going to be back. I haven't heard uh, otherwise, and he was at our employee meeting a, a month or two ago, so I'm guessing he's coming back. That sounds great. <laughs> uh do you know if, uh, if Fremont is having uh, problems like a lot of other tracks uh, with with staffing, you know, be it the uh, concession stand or, or whatever? Well, we've, we've been blessed. Uh, a family kind of has run our concession stands, the Rupke family. Uh, the matriarch, Christina Rupke, who we just inducted in the Hall of Fame here last year, uh, she's 90 years old, 90-plus years old, and, and her uh, family is all uh, involved in that. In fact, her daughter kind of took over the management of the Attica concession stand. So uh, they we've been pretty blessed. We've got some good uh, hard workers, some good kids coming in. Uh, the Burmeister family, we got one of their daughters is going to take over running our computer programming on lineups. And, and, the, and another one is coming in to run our scoreboard. So we've been blessed with some good racing families that the kids want to be active in it. And I'll say what, I, I've had four or five people contact me and a couple contacts uh, others on the fair board saying, "Hey, if you need any help, get a hold of us." And that's that's a good problem awesome. to have. That's exciting. That's that's really good. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, to, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say it is. It, it, we have we're blessed in Fremont. We really are. Uh, it, it's just you know that racetrack's been around so long that and so many generations have grown up around there, and they just continue to feed into the racetrack drivers and crew members and workers and everything else we've just been very blessed at fremont it's it's not often enough that i i get to race there but brian i'll I'll tell you i i really respect the the crew that you have in the pits uh they're they're strictly top-notch and uh they know exactly what they're doing we appreciate that uh as i said our pits are, are pretty uh tight and congested and i know tempers can get the better of some people in there and and our guys try to work very hard to be calm and and help people get where they need to be and, and get things lined up. You know, we just need a little better cooperation, I think, from some of the race teams. You know, some of these guys will come in there with a little trailer. I want this spot, and, it, and it's, you know, a big spot, but you could put a big rig in, and you, you kind of got to say, you know, work with us here a little bit so we can get everybody in here and everybody comfortable as we can. No, I heard, or maybe I read something about some, some temper issues at uh, Attica last weekend. Did you have any uh, insight on that? Uh, just, uh, all I saw was what I saw and then it was in the 410 sprint. So, uh, honestly, that's up to the all-star circuit of champions, uh, to deal with what they deal with. Uh, that's never any fun. And Eric Walls, the race director, I know he'll, he'll handle the situation in a professional manner. Excellent. Um, so it's not like NASCAR where they just said, have added boys. <laughs> the, the funny, the irony of that, Ron, is, uh, is Tony Stewart was there this weekend and when that took place, he, he turned to me and he says, violence is never the answer. And we all busted out laughing up there. And, and I said to him, I said, did you learn that in, in some of your uh, training that you had to undergo? He goes, yep, that's exactly what I learned. So it, it was kind of comical. A couple of trips to the NASCAR trailer maybe 
changed his <laughs> his outlook. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, some of the highlights uh, coming up this year at Fremont Speedway, uh, at least on the schedule. What uh, what what are some of the special events we got coming up? As I mentioned, uh, the Attica Fremont Championship Series has a lot of better paying uh, events this year, and not just at the top. Uh, there's some deals where we're paying back through. Uh, there's a couple nights where Janet Holbrook is going to pay $500 to quick qualifier uh, thank, in memory of George Fisher. Uh, so that we got those things. The All-Star Circuit of Champions uh, are going to make four appearances at Fremont. Back-to-back nights uh, after Attica kicks off Ohio Sprint Speedway, Fremont has the next two events. And the, the uh, Sunday night show, I believe, pays 10000 to win. So that's going to be a huge deal. And then, of course, we wrap up the season with the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic, with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, a, a good-paying weekend there as well. Uh, a couple of the other neat things, we're bringing that Steel Block Late Model Series back. That was a, a pretty good success in their inaugural run last year at Fremont. I believe they brought 26 cars in, and, and we were very surprised at that, and they put on a pretty good show. Also, uh, the USAC D2 Midgets. Uh, I, I call them uh, micro sprints, uh, but the, the, they, there's a little difference and what their engine and rule packages are, but uh, they're they're a cool little series that come out. Uh, we've had them at Waynesfield, and Fremont's going to bring them in a couple times. And the uh, gloss, or gloss, or I think it's gloss, the 360 sprints got a couple right. nights nice with sprint cars, so that that's going to be a neat deal too. I've been watching uh, from South Carolina on on Wednesday nights uh, the. 600 uh, micro sprints they call them uh that's a really good show and and amazingly it's the the track that uh, they're racing at is very close to uh the charlotte area so you get to see a bunch of the cup racers and and uh nascar other divisions uh racing in that and and it's it's a fun show yeah down at millbridge yeah yes. they put on a real good show uh you know this the the usac d2 midgets you know serves just sort of like what our 305s do they're kind of a feeder division to get kids and teens interested in, in racing and uh it, it's working i know one of the uh, old nichols brothers for those that, that remember the nichols brothers they have sure. a nephew that just uh, jack that uh, just won everything in those 600 uh and he's moving up to a 410 i hear this year so it, that's kind of exciting and and it is truly where you see the future stars of racing is there uh, any particular event you're most looking forward to this year at Fremont? I, I always look opening night, of course. It just it's so nostalgic. This is my 38th year announcing, and I started it at Fremont, 1985. And it, opening night just has that carnival feel to it. And in the fair race for the 305s, that's always a lot of fun too. With the fair as the backdrop, and of course the All Star shows. But uh, I think every week at Fremont, there's a new twist or turn there it, it, with divisions and with the purses and it's always so much fun to do that and, and the dirt trucks you know we we watched a couple of them guys now that have got 305 sprints this year and the dirt trucks are going to have new uh, competitors i i think that that division for rookie class in the last uh, two or three years has just been phenomenal uh and I, I look for that to continue this year dave gumby jr will be driving uh, a new truck uh, for one of the keegan family the p51 and uh Dave is a family member, so I'm pretty excited about being there Saturday and seeing how that goes. Oh, that's a good car, Corey Ward or truck. Corey Ward drove that the last couple of years and had some 
pretty good finishes in it. So that, uh, that'll be a good ride for him. Well, it's an all new truck that we build over the winter. So, uh, yeah. so Ron's got a lot, lot invested in it. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of Blood, time. sweat and tears. Now the, uh, the fair race, uh, isn't that typically is on, is it, it's about usually on a Tuesday night, isn't it? Right. That, that's the opening night of the fair. And, uh, usually we run that race uh, to kick off the fair. Uh, the weather has not cooperated with that fair race for, uh, the last three, four, or five years, I'm hoping uh, we get blessed with some better weather come the, the fair this year. I was just I was looking at the schedule here, and it says Monday on it. That's why I was uh, asking. Ah, they, well, they might have added a date. <laughs> to the fair. They might have added a date to the fair this year, which would be a good a good thing. All right, well, that's cool then. Get it off that rainy Tuesday. Yeah, well, that maybe that's why we're doing it. They <laughs> added Monday to get away from the rain on Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know that's been a, a big problem in, in years past. Uh, I know you were working Saturday night, so you probably didn't get to see it live, but I'm sure you probably saw clips or at least heard about, uh, you know, the 2019 410 champ Buddy Kofoid's performance in his uh, uh, NASCAR truck debut at Bristol this this past weekend. Did you did you happen to see any of that or hear about that? I, I got to see some of the highlights of it. Um, it doesn't surprise me. I know it, it surprised some of the people down in NASCAR country, but watching Buddy grow up around here uh, and watching what he's done in, in USAC in the in the midgets and everything he's climbed in, uh, that, that his run there didn't it, it was impressive, but it didn't surprise me any. I expect some big things from Buddy Kofoy. And he got caught up in somebody else's. I think he did issue. that. Anyway, for, for, yeah. for those that didn't see that, he, he had to start at the back, and he worked his way up through the field and was up the third with uh, right. like 10 laps to go, maybe just over that when he spun trying to do a crossover move. But, uh, I mean, I was actually yelling at the TV watching that. <laughs> it's like, come on, buddy, get back up there. Don't let him by. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, who, who, I, I think you, you're going to see him uh, on Sunday pretty soon. I, I don't think it's going to be long. Well, and he certainly hooked up with a good uh, good team for his first outing in a truck. Uh, you, yeah, you, and, he, and the young man has a great personality. They did a kind of a, a, a neat little uh, video uh, to hype it up uh, going into that race. and it, He had a great sense of humor in that, and I, we need kind of more of that in NASCAR. I, I, you know, we, we've seen the, the quote-unquote personalities, but I think we need some young guys with personalities up there. Absolutely. Who, uh, who, uh, who are some drivers, uh, to watch this year at, uh, at Fremont in, in all three classes? Well, the four tens, uh, the typical cast of characters, DJ Poost in that Burmeister car, uh, you know, defending track champion, uh, had seven wins there, uh, last year. They're going to be tough as always. Cole Macedo really stepped up, uh, towards the uh, last half of the season, uh, in that Ray Brooks racing 18. He's going to be something to be reckoned with. I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see some new cars coming uh, on a weekly occurrence to, to Fremont this year, and that's going to be a real interesting run. You still got the Stuart Brubakers and the Dwayne's the Blockies and and the Travis Philos and and those guys doing very well. Uh, I, I, but I look for some new teams coming into the area uh, because of the AFCS and and the good money that's going to be up there. The three hundred five again, the regular cast of characters uh, with the defending track champion Matt Booth. Uh, you're going to have Jamie Miller and Paul Weaver, of course. Paul Weaver celebrating his 31st year of, of racing is going to be tough. But uh, one card I think we need to keep an eye on, and it, it was very evident Saturday at Attica, 
Brian Sabito is back to racing and he's racing a 305 and he looked really good Saturday at Fremont. So he's going to be another one. And then the young guys, the Casey Jetters, that, uh, the Bryce Lucius's of the world, what a, what a crop we had last year of teenagers in the 305 division. Dirt trucks, I think you're going to see, you know, it's going to be the Sean Valenny, Corey McCoy uh, kind of show going on. Jamie Miller won a lot of races in his dirt truck. I think you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be expanded instead of, you know, three or four guys that could win every week. I think that's going to expand to six or eight guys that could win each week. And, and I agree with you on that. Uh, I know that uh, th- there's four trucks that are out of my shop, uh, a couple, three more that are uh, out of Craig Dippman's shop. Um, and, and technology is starting to take over on those. No longer are they your uh, your dad's S10. So, yeah, that's that's a fun class to watch. I've really enjoyed working with those guys. Yeah, and they bring good numbers. I mean, I think we averaged – uh, 35 trucks a week at Fremont last year. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's, again, one of those good problems to have. Uh, I just hate it that we can't, uh, you know, we did that at the end of the year. We put we divided them odds and even the points and let them all run a feature. I wish we could do that more often, uh, you know, didn't have the time constraints we do because I, I'd like to see those guys, even the, the guys that don't get to make a feature each and every week, at least get to run once or twice in a feature event before the season's out. Brian, one thing I've noticed uh, with the trucks, uh, when they came on the track a couple, three years ago, uh, the fans headed either for the gate or the hot dog stand. And uh, a lot of those folks are sticking around watching your your one major support division. Well, I think part of that, Ron, has to do with we've gotten better as a group of, of being more organized and putting on a more efficient show and people will sit and watch those, A, if they're entertaining, and B, if it's not too late in the evening. And I think that, that there's a combination of both of those going on, and that's contributed to more fans staying and, and watching the truck. Absolutely. Some tracks, uh, as, as, especially early in the season, I know uh, Flat Rock tried this last year, and they've been, they're going to do it again this year. Uh, Montpelier, Indiana was going to do this uh, starting earlier in the day. Uh for that reason, to, for the to early get people, season races, yeah, for the early season races, but to get people out there early, is that something that's ever been discussed uh, with Fremont? Uh, at seven o'clock's a good time. Um, I, I've been always been of the firm belief that if you can't put on with three three divisions of racing, if you can't get a show within three to four hours, uh, you're doing something wrong. And uh, that's our goal. We try to get a show within three to four hours, and, and we last year we did a pretty good job of doing that. And again, a lot of cooperation uh, from the race teams helped that situation. But, uh, you know, getting started to it, it's a fine line, uh, especially when you get into July and end of June and early July and August uh, when that sun is sitting there baking on that racetrack. You know, you you go further west, you get out to to Knoxville, Iowa, they don't let a car on the racetrack till the sun goes down. Well, and Uh, and Flat Rock is just starting early, uh, like through the the month of May. And they don't have to worry about the... The, the asphalt drying out. No. I think they yeah. like that. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we had that instance at Attica this Saturday. They bumped up all the tar- starting times till 5 o'clock. The races were supposed to start. I think we started right after, right around quarter after 5, and the track got really dusty and slick, and they had to take another hour after all the heat races to go out and rework the track to, to give a, a good feature track. And, you know, but we tried to do that because it was cold. And it's just the way the weather is, 
uh, on dirt. Uh, when you get wind and sun beating down on it, it just it's not very kind to a dirt track. Sure. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, one last question for you here before we let you go. I know you're you're busy. Uh, what is your favorite uh, concession food at uh, Fremont Speedway? You want to know the honest God truth? I don't eat uh, racetrack food. What? Nope. Why is that? Well, normally because I'm too busy <laughs> to actually go down and get anything. And I, I live, you know, within 15, 20 minutes of both racetracks. So I eat a good meal before I get to the racetrack here at home. And uh, I, then I get busy at the track. And, you know, I, I just I, I don't get to eat. Uh, if, if I had to pick one at Fremont, it would be the shredded chicken sandwiches. Uh, and, and Attica has a pretty good cheeseburger. I've had that before. There you go. So you're working uh, Attica, Fremont. And I'm assuming you're doing uh, Waynesfield again this year. Yep. Next week we have. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be busy Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh yeah, you got the All Stars on uh, Sunday at uh, Waynesfield. A week from Sunday. Yep. A week from this coming Sunday. Yep, May first. Stay healthy. Don't get that uh, that cold bug that's going around because it destroys your voice. Uh, I'm too ornery for that, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian, uh, we appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything this year at Attica, Fremont, and Waynesfield, and uh, we hope everything uh, is very exciting. Thank you. You guys keep up the great work. Uh, Appreciate what you do for racing. And we look forward to, uh, at at the very least, listening to you Saturday night. I'll be there. I might, depending on how much work I get done on my car, I might uh, head out there. We'll see. (laughs) Well, I, hope, I hope to see. It's going to be a gorgeous day. But, again, thank you guys for everything you do for racing. And it is thank, greatly appreciated. Thank you, too, Brian. Same, same back at Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night, guys. Yep. We'll see you. There you go. Brian, this guy, voice of Attica, Fremont, and Waynesfield. And I need to get rid of this thing. What? What? This thing. Because, Brian, oh. he's not on the phone anymore. That was just us oh. for now. Um, speaking of the weather, I uh, mentioned earlier, Ryan Weekman's going to be back tonight with that weekend weather pit stop. And, uh, you'll like the Saturday and, uh, well, the Saturday yeah. stuff, cause that's pretty much all we have going on this weekend other than Friday. Friday's a little iffy, but, uh, he touches on that and it's, he's positive. So we'll see. Yeah. Earlier in the week, Friday looked horrible, but I, I think, it's, I think it's not quite I think as Attica bad. will be all right, but we'll, we'll let, uh, we'll let the, the expert. Yeah. Uh, give you his opinion on that forecast coming up. But we also will be giving away uh, some Big D's pizza with how many. Got to thank uh, Ron Biller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon, and War Paint. I was uh, I stopped out of War Paint. Oh, yeah? Friday last week. Got some numbers? Got some numbers. I just need a body to put it on now. I'm you telling know, you. You know anybody who does bodies? Don't throw away your old stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. My old stuff's all falling apart, though. Uh, we had some racing last weekend, as we mentioned. Attica Raceway Park was in action. Uh, uh, the 2021 All-Star uh, Champion Tyler Courtney won the uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions feature on Friday night. And uh, defending Attica Track uh, Champ in the late model class, Devin Shields held off Rusty Schlenk to win the UMP late model feature. Saturday night, Courtney one again, made a clean sweep for the weekend there with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, and Jamie Miller was back in victory lane in the 305. With uh, with a pretty good run. Started up front, and uh, uh, it, the entire night was fun to watch. Next up for the All-Stars, they're uh, 
heading over to Pennsylvania. Bloomsburg Fairgrounds tonight, Williams Grove on Friday, and Port Royal Speedway on uh, Saturday night. So, my Pillar Motor Speedway was in action. They kicked off their season uh, this past weekend as well. Derek Losh was the winner in the Modifieds. Uh, Heisman Skeens won the Street Stock feature. Tony Anderson, former guest on the show, won the Super Stocks. Corey Gum, another driver we're f- very familiar right. with, was the uh, winner in the Hornets. And uh, Riley Hyder, or Hader, I'm sorry, Hader, Riley Hader uh, was the uh, Dirt Track, Dirt Truck, Track, Dirt Track, Dirt Track Truck, truck. Dirt tr- the Dirt, the Dirt Trucks series. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, the World of Alcohol, NASA Energy Drink uh, Sprint Cars uh, were in action this past weekend, but not Friday night. They were supposed to be at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at uh, I-55. That was rained out. Carson Macedo uh, was the winner, though, Saturday night at uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway. Next up was uh, supposed to be Tri-City Speedway in Illinois tomorrow night. That has been postponed due to... Uh, Incoming weather. No, I think it's the past weather. The rain, the saturated yeah. grounds, uh, but uh, still on the still still a go as far as I know is Saturday night at Tri State Speedway in uh, Indiana. It's a very trying weekend for them. Tri City and then Tri State. See what I did there? Cool, huh? Uh, Kyle Larson presents Late Model Challenge at Volunteer Speedway. Was won by Mark Mike Marler. He uh, was running the in the trucks as well. I think he did he pretty did. good. He really did, yeah. And uh, from what I read, I believe it was the most watch event on Flow Racing uh, ever. Any of their Flow other thing they do hockey and other sports. Absolutely, yeah. it was their most watched event ever. A yeah. major success. I didn't get to see it. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I did. Was it good? Yeah, it, it was. It was another good race, entertaining. And I think she wants to get more. Uh, cup guys in that next year. Kind of like the prelude to the dream. Yeah. Used to be. You know, did you, I, I'm sure you watched some of the cup race from Bristol. Um, I did. You know, the, the first part of the race, a, a lot of the NASCAR guys were, were kind of ten, kind of tentative. But as the race wore on, they were getting a little racier and you saw the cars setting out a little, kicking out a little bit in the back. And Do you think that may have had to do with the track conditions changing, though, too? Oh, I think it was the drivers changing. Okay. Were the drivers changing then the track? Absolutely. Getting more familiar with their surroundings and maybe watching Kyle Larson and thinking, if that punk kid can do it, I can. Now, do you think, uh, you know, they've been having trouble on the short tracks with the, with the next-gen car. Uh, do you think the next-gen car was a factor in uh, how the racing was, which was, you know, pretty decent for the most part? You know, there was a lot of two- and three-wide racing uh, on kind of an unforgiving track. I, I thought it was a very good program. Okay. Well, Kyle Busch uh, kind of backed into that win. <laughs> no, he drove through somebody that, that? yeah. No, he, uh, he kind of backed into that win. He drove through it. He, he drove around it. Yeah. Uh, he was the winner at the Food City uh, Dirt He was race in the right Bristol. place at the right time. Yeah, as, um, uh, crap, who was it? Chase Briscoe was uh, running down Tyler Reddick. And right. uh, on the last lap, uh, threw a Hail Mary in the last corner, t- tried to get underneath and lost it and slid up into Reddick, spun Reddick out. And you Reddick- know, that spinning out situation seems to be something that's very common to the to the Gen 6 cars. Uh even, well, I think this was just, he just 
threw it in there was yeah, hoping you, for the you best. Want, you, there, there is something inherently wrong with those cars. Even well, on they're the, not dirt cars. On, That's I, but no, number I, one I'm problem. I'm telling you, on the pavement tracks, you, you see guys that are running along, minding their own business. The next thing you know, they're sideways. I don't know if it has something to do with the independent rear suspension or Do they have or less what? downforce on the back? They certainly have smaller spoilers, but uh, I don't know. It was a pretty exciting race. Did you see uh, Briscoe, though, came down to apologize to, to Reddick, and Reddick was, you know, he. I think Briscoe expected to get punched, and uh, Reddick was just like, uh, eh, it's racing, man. He, he, you could tell that Tyler was really upset with not winning. Yeah, uh, he, he was disappointed more than upset, I think. Yeah, he, he had that race in the bag until that point, but it happened. It happened, that's for sure. Um, next up for the Cup Series is the Geico 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. That'll be Sunday at 3 o'clock on Fox. And uh, Dale Jr. is going to join Mike Joy and Clint Boyer in the broadcast booth for that. I, I don't know how that came about, but because Dale Jr. is a, you know contracted to work for NBC, but I guess they said, all right, sure, because we're not covering races yet. Go ahead. All's fair in love and war and... Motor racing, I guess. So, I, you know, this going to be kind of a challenge for those guys, I think, going from probably the slowest, the slowest track in NASCAR and, to the fastest track, and, and hopefully they didn't learn too much about setting the cars up and going sideways in the corners. Oh, no, that, that that could be a problem. That, at, that uh, won't work at Talladega. No, uh, the trucks in action on uh, Saturday. Uh, ben Rhodes was the winner of the uh, Pindy's Truck Race on dirt at Bristol. And uh, as we mentioned before, Buddy had uh, started at the tail of the field, worked his way up during the race up to third. And was headed to the front. And he was, he was, he was on a move, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, spun there near the end, had to go back, finished uh, further back in the running order. Uh, next up for the truck series, the Dead on, Tool, Dead on Tools 200 at Darlington. That's going to be in a couple weeks, Friday, May 6th at 7.30 on Fox Sports 1. I uh, got some racing news to cover before we get to our pizza giveaway. Racing news yeah. on our show? Weird, I know. Uh, before we get to that, though, make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have all your favorite drivers. Also, special photo shoots. Yeah, they can do those. Just uh, call Charlie, set up an appointment. His number is 419-476-9978. And uh, they also have all those uh, special uh Gift items, things, calendars, can, calendar, can koozies, uh, a whole bunch of custom right. items you can get, uh, basically based off of any picture that uh, that they have. And you, if you've you got choose. your car looking really, really now's good, the time to now's call the time to call. Yeah, yeah, my car does not look good, so I'm sorry, Charlie, not yet, but soon. Uh, eventually, we'll be getting it to Ron Miller Race Cars uh, over there in Lambertville, Michigan. Seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's eight five six race. He's got race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. He's very busy, though, so don't call him yet. Not right now. Wait until he gets done with my car, and then you can call him. Yeah, well, Ornery Don's under the weather again, so it's, it's kind of put a... I know, you're... It's, you're, it's slowed us down a bit. I can understand. You're pretty busy. Yeah. We like it that uh, way. I'm glad that you could make time to do the show, though. Always. All right. 230. How many? Boy, that's right. I, I've kind of stopped uh, saying that, didn't I? This is, uh, no, we're 227. 220, oh, nearly 230. Yeah, show number 227. 
Uh, Larry McReynolds, uh, is, uh, he's not really coming out of retirement. He's coming out of hiatus, I guess, because he never said he retired. He's going to be uh, the crew chief for uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt this weekend at uh, Dega. Who's, uh, he's running uh, for Richard Childress in the number three in the Xfinity race. Oh, all right. So kind of a throwback weekend for, for them. Um, did you hear about North Wils- Wilkesboro? I see that they've got uh, some races scheduled. They do indeed. It's going to be brought back to life later this year uh, with both asphalt and dirt racing. In uh, August, uh, pavement short track races will take to the track. They'll be running on the existing race surface. Um, Directly after that event, the track officials will tear up the old pavement. They'll uh, shape the dirt underneath, and I'm a little concerned about that. Wouldn't there be stones and rocks in that dirt underneath of there? Uh, it's been so long since <laughs> it's been paved. Who knows? But uh, they're going to put on a, a dirt racing show uh, on the dirt there at North Wilkesboro. Uh, that's going to take place in October of this year. And then after the dirt race, uh, they're going to put new pavement on the track and uh, hopefully uh, lure a NASCAR Truck Series event, uh, maybe ARCA, some other series. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the following classes are going to be run on the old North Wilkesboro pavement in August. They're going to have super late models, pro late models, limited late models. It's a lot of late models, uh, modifieds, uh, late model stocks. How are those different than late models, uh, street stocks and Hornets. So, okay. Those are the uh, asphalt classes they're going to have in August. The, uh, classes they're going to have for the dirt in October include super late models, four ton sprint cars, big block modifieds. Regular modified street stocks, 602 crate late models, 604 crate late models, stock cars, and Hornets. So they should have a bunch of cars. A little bit of everything there, yeah. I don't, hopefully they don't run it all in one day. Ken Schrader is going to be returning to Toledo Speedway for the uh, school bus figure eight once again. That'll be taking place on May 15th. I believe he made his debut, was it last year? Yeah. Why does it seem like it was two years ago? They didn't uh, race two years ago because that would have been the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a year ago. And then he came back and ran another race later in the year. with the, I guess he had so much fun. Yep, had a great time. <laughs> in the school bus. Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, so he'll be back for that. Uh, did you hear the news about Larry Bowes, last week's guest? No. Oh, my goodness gracious. That guy is a busy man. Now what? Uh Last week's guest, Larry Bowes, will now take over as the promoter of Gas City I-96 Speedway. In his spare time? Yes, in addition to uh, Montpelier and Winchester and the Rumble in Fort Wayne, uh, Jerry Gappins uh, accepted a uh, GM position at Eldora, so that left an opening there at Gas City. Oh, boy. And Larry Bowes filled that uh, gap. (laughs) I wonder if he put his hand up or if he got volunteered. I don't know. We asked him, we were asking him uh, last week about, uh, you know, what would possess someone to want to promote a, a racetrack, let alone two, and now he's got three. Or four. Or four or four, four of the event uh, with the Rumble. So, right. Yeah. And, um, and the go-karts and, yeah. Yeah, he's a busy guy. I don't know when he's going to sleep. IndyCar announced they will continue to use the Dallara uh, DW12 chassis until at least 2024 when the new hybrid engines go live. Oh, boy. And I figured you'd be excited about that. Uh, the DW12 chassis has been in use since 2012. So, pretty good. So, the Indy cars are really going to have a charging lane? I, well, it's a hybrid. So, I'm guessing, I don't, the, don't the hybrids charge based off the 
guess. Regenerative braking. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't yeah, have a hybrid. We're going to have to do more homework on I that one, so. Scott. I guess so. Well, we'll send uh, um, Dave. Dave going to do some more investigative reporting. He did some investigative reporting for tonight's uh, Hammer Down Hotline call that we have. Really? Yeah. I think he we'll, came we'll back get, with like three sentences, but that was his invest. We'll, he we'll did get, some investigative reporting. We'll get into that a little, exactly. a little later. Yeah, real soon, actually. Oh, all right. Uh, Bristol confirmed shortly after this past weekend's NASCAR action on the dirt that the dirt will be returning for a third consecutive year, uh, be back in 2023. Sunday's cup race had the highest ratings for a spring race at Bristol since uh, 2016 with uh, over 4 million viewers. What they didn't state was whether or not it was going to be on Easter weekend. Yeah. I, I didn't see that. I uh, think that kind of helped, though, because there wasn't a lot of competition. There wasn't a lot of other sporting events. I think the USFL was uh, trying to get going this weekend. Grandstand attendance issues, looked pretty sparse. Spotty, but it's, yeah. It looked better than it has in years past. Yeah, but... But it wasn't the... The, 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 the TV ratings were just through the roof. Yeah, so cool. Dirt's popular. And, and apparently that pays the bills too. It does. Uh, the Great Lakes Super Sprints will be taking over the National Racing Alliance 360 Sprint Car Series, the NRA Sprints. Right. Uh, you heard about that? Kind of a. It's a Gloss and NRA will be one and the same. Pretty much ish, yeah. It kind of reminds me of my work where we're merging with another company. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Uh, Ron Hamans uh, will continue to run the NRA uh, this season before handing the reins over to Barry Marlowe uh, for next year. The plan for both series is to compete as scheduled for this year with no changes to either series schedules um, until uh, next year. There uh, could be a north and south division with some combined races. Well, that could be pretty cool. The GLSS, the Great Lakes Super Sprints, 360 Sprints as well. So. Um, I don't know if the rules are any different between Arca the two Arca does series, that with their east and west, yeah, yeah. and uh, and then, then the main Menard series. Sure. GL, it's, it's GLS uh, proper, and then GLS north, and GLS, GLSS south. We'll have to, we'll have to talk to Great Barry Lakes about Outlaw this. Great Lakes Outlaw Super Sprints, so it's gloss, right? No, it's GL, Super Sprints. Okay. Just GLSS. You can put an O in there if you want. You can put an A in there, and then they'd be glass. Automatic, super sprint. I don't know. Read some more, Scott. Uh, the GL- <laughs> GLSS event, uh, I believe they're supposed to schedule, uh, kick off their season tomorrow night at I-96. That has been canceled due to rain and wet conditions right. up there. A lot of tracks have uh, thrown in the towel for this weekend because of uh, the rain and snow from earlier this week. Um, Oakshade Raceway, as we mentioned, has postponed their season opener to May 7th due to the overabundance of rain and cold temperatures this spring. So, uh, give the, and the track officials and a little extra. not too disappointed. No, it gives track officials a little extra time to get the track ready and gives Scott a little extra time to get his car ready. Yeah. So that works out well for everybody. Uh, finally, oh, before, yeah, yeah, we'll do this as a last story. Uh, it's only a story because I have my questioning why this is a story. But the balloon launch before the Indy 500 has been canceled. The move appears to be due to environmental concerns. Why is that a story? I saw like that several different articles about that. Yeah. Does anybody who the I filed that under? Who cares? Or darn. Somebody does, and that's the problem. (laughs) Uh, One thing I saw this afternoon at 
BAPS Motor Speedway. Right. They have a sign-up that says uh, no video recording, live, uh, no video recording or live video streaming, or you'll be kicked out. I know a lot of tracks years ago, even Oakshade had a, a policy, no recording right. races. That was before, uh, I think that was before smartphones, really, uh, where people would come out with cameras sure. and record the races. And I think that it was... Uh, liability issues i don't i don't know what the the issues were with that but then uh, once smartphones became mainstream and popularized uh, there was you couldn't really well, fight and, it anymore and today's smartphones yeah. are every bit, bit as good as the cameras that they were using well yeah five or six well now and, and now you can do it live live streaming things right and if you don't i mean what's what's your thoughts on that i think it helps promote the track I don't think it's going to, I don't think I'm going to, I was going to go to the track, but Brian's going to, he's going to be live streaming. So I'm just going to stay home and watch his live stream. I'm not sure about live streaming, Scott. Uh, I believe that there is definitely a place for recording, recording and video marketing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Flow flow seems to be doing very well with uh, televising. Well, that's a subscription thing. And right. This is more but, just. But, and I could see but, that. But being, should the it, racetracks be cashing in on subscription TV? Why not? That's another question. Why not? I mean, that's another revenue stream for them. And oh, maybe absolutely. they could put that money into the uh, the payouts. And obviously, it paid big dividends for Bristol because uh, the the grandstands were uh, again the, ju- just the, horrible. You're talking about the uh, for the cup race at at Bristol. Well, I thought you were talking about the uh, the events they had before that with the late oh, models. And, yeah, well, and that was really terrible. Yeah. But it almost looked like they weren't letting people into yeah, the stands. Yeah, it looked, looked like uh, it was like during the, the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Absolutely, but the the TV rights, the the streaming. Well, I, in that case, if BAPS and I don't know if they do or don't. I, a lot of tracks, uh, Attica has. Uh, who do they have? Is it Dirt Under Dirt Vision? Dirt Vision. Uh, they have those agreements, and, and you know that's kind of a conflict. Then, if somebody's, you know, streaming it for free for their right. friends, where you know it's kind of taking money out of the track's pocket or and out of Dirt Vision's pocket. Well, and well. racing, watching racing has really changed. You know, uh, I think we're probably going to see more people watching streaming, and maybe fewer people actually in attendance. Why is that? No dirt in your beer. That adds flavor. Well, I know. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think uh, out there? Uh, call our uh, Hammer Down hotline. Let us know. 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Uh, you don't have to do it now. After the show's over, we'll remind you that phone number again. But uh, call. I'd be interested to get. Uh, yeah, is, stre- is streaming a Stre- good is streaming live streaming? There's actually, right. there's two two issues. I guess there's you know what do you think about live streaming? Absolutely at, at the track. Uh, you know the races or recording for you know maybe upload to YouTube later. That's like I do. I put my in car right. stuff up on, on there later. Um, let us know your thoughts on that, and then you know if. If there is a, an agreement like uh, Attica has with Dirt Vision where, you know, that's kind of a conflict, then I, I kind of see that, you know, that makes sense. No streaming, but, you know, maybe you can record just for your personal use. Yeah, but don't that's put it on opinion. the Internet, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, there you go. 419-318-3081. And if you forget, Discuss it's... Discuss amongst it's, yourselves. It, yep, that phone number is on our webpage. And Hammerdownracingreport.com. 
Yep. There you go. And it's on our Facebook page, too. I think you're right. It does. Yeah, all right. Uh, how about we play how many? Chance to win a Big D's pizza. Last week's how many was how many 410 sprints uh, would be in competition Saturday night at Attica. Who was the in-studio winner, Scott? Uh, the guy that uh, has more years than myself. <laughs> Mr. Ron Miller was uh, closest there. Uh, you guessed 31. So I guessed less than that. So, but the actual number was uh, forty six. Yeah, they had quite a quite well, a and, and I probably would have guessed higher. Four, you just guessed off of my thirty. Well, yeah, I knew there was going to be more than thirty. Okay, so our uh, winner was uh, former Oakshade Raceway flagman. Former didn't he work at Butler too? The flagman, he did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, probably several other places. Matt Swander uh, was our uh, winner. He guessed 44. He was closest. Really? So, and he would like to donate that uh, pizza to uh, first responders. So I'm sure Dean Henry will get that to uh, deserving police, medical, firefighters. Nurses. Nurses, yeah. Nurses, that's a good one. Yeah. Why not? So congratulations, Matt, and thank you for that. This week's How Many, and a chance to win another uh, Big D's Pizza is uh, how many dirt trucks are going to be in competition, I almost said Friday night at Fremont, Saturday night at uh, Fremont. Yeah. That fr- and you won, so you get to pick fr- first. Friday would have been a really easy answer, Scott. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking 32. 32. Well, then I'm going to go with 33. Uh, the smart pick would have been 31, but that's you okay. You think so? No, no, you've you've committed. I have. So if you'd like to play along and a chance to win that Big D's pizza, put your guess. Brian picks eight. You can't change your guess once you put it in, so make sure you put in the guess that you want uh, in the comments of our Facebook Live or our YouTube Live, and uh, you'll be entered to win that Big D's pizza. Uh, just remember, you have 30 days to claim that pizza once you win. So, uh, and if we have a tie... We can uh, spin the Big D's pizza wheel and break that tie. So you can guess the same number as somebody else. But once again, one guess, one guess only. You can't go back and change it. It shows me if you edit it, so I, I can see if it you change it. It says edited. Yeah, it shows when it's edited, too. So uh, with that said, we'll uh, leave the the uh, guesses open until 3 o'clock on uh, Saturday. No, we could make it 4 o'clock. Four, they, they, they don't really, open the gates till 4 o'clock? Yeah. yeah. 4 o'clock on Saturday. So if you're listening to us on uh, iHeartRadio or Spotify or something and not live, you can still go back to our Facebook and find the uh, video there and put your guess in the comments. Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report or just go to HammerdownRacingReport.com. So I'm looking at a, there's a pretty big range of guesses. There's some 40s. Guesses in the 40s there for the trucks. I'm telling you, 8 is a bad guess. <laughs> Well, that's my brother. I know. <laughs> I saw Rowdy uh, Roddy had a Rowdy Roddy had a uh, comment here earlier. Uh, he's, he'd take the dirt in his beer, the sound of the engines, anytime over TV. That's it. See, but but he's a but, real racing fan. But Roddy, the beer's cheaper at home. Well, you can bring beer, just don't bring ga- glass. Do all do all tracks allow you to do that? No. I, I don't know. No, I just want to single out him. That's wrong. That's a good number. I like that number, but not uh, as far as the number of trucks at Fremont. 
If he wins, I'm going to be so mad <laughs> if only eight trucks show up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. Don't forget uh, Ryan Weekman here uh, momentarily is going to tell you about that weather for uh, these racetracks. Uh, tomorrow night, Attica Raceway Park. Uh, it's the salute to uh, Gene Frack- Frackart. Frackart? Is that how you pronounce his name? Open Wheel uh, Shootout, Bauman Auto Group, and uh, Venture Visionary Partners Night featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 Sprints, the NRA 360 Sprints, uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series 305 Sprints. They're racing for 1000 to win. Wow. Friday night there at Attica. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. Adult general admission is $18. Saturday night. This, is, this list is starting to get a little bigger. we got three of them this week. Yeah, uh, Saturday yeah. night, we have uh, two shows to choose from. Fremont Speedway, as uh, we mentioned earlier, speaking with uh, Brian Liskai. Pub 400 night, featuring the AFCS 410 sprints, the AFCS 305 sprints, and those dirt trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. Adult general admission is $15 there Saturday night at Fremont. And then uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway back in action for their second week with the Open Wheel Spectacular, Let's Go 30, Boss Sprints, the Midwest Thunder Midgets, Kenyan Midgets, and UMP Modifieds. Pits open, at, they adjusted their time, too, based on, on the weather. Yeah, they pushed things back instead of starting at 322. Uh, pits will open at 2 o'clock, the um, Spectator Gates at 3, racing at 722 p.m. Very good. And uh, general admission is uh, 15 bucks for adult general admission there. And then Tuesday, looking ahead. Yeah. Now, make sure that the everybody knows that the uh, test and tune for scheduled for Eldora on Saturday has been scrubbed. As I did not know yes. that. I did not know that. Yep, they made that announcement this afternoon. But the uh, the race the, is still on. The, as far the Tuesday as Tuesday race is okay. still on. Absolutely. The Castro Oil Flow Racing Night in America, which was rescheduled from earlier this month, uh, they pushed it back a couple weeks. It'll now take place Tuesday. It's this coming Tuesday, April twenty sixth, featuring the UMP Late Models paying uh, twenty two thousand dollars to win. That was twenty two twenty two, twenty two thousand and twenty two. There's a lot of twos. I think Larry Bowes has me messed up with his seven twenty two start time. Anyways, it'll be at least 22000 to win for the UMP late models. Uh, UMP modifieds and Eldora stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.30. General admission uh, starts at 19 bucks for that Tuesday night show at Eldora, which will also be on uh, Flow Racing. Quite a few local racers heading down to the, uh, the uh, stock car portion of that race. Yes. Matt Swander says the only way Brian wins is in the event of a rainout. Well... Um, Let's check in with uh, meteorologist Ryan Weekman and find out what the chances of that rainout might be well, this week. While you're doing that, Gene Steele, no problem. Uh, appreciated the opportunity to help you. And the next time you're going someplace and you're not sure, take a six-year-old along so they can help you with the GPS. What am I missing? I'm missing something. Here's Ryan Weekman. Here's your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman back at it for the spring season here. Let's start things off tomorrow night, Friday at Attica. A little bit interesting. We are tracking a shower potential moving on through late in the afternoon and the early evening, but the best chance for rain is probably across southern Michigan. So we'll at least say, hey, watch out. Could be an isolated shower or downpour. More likely going to be to the north of the racetrack there. So good news. Saturday night, Fremont, Montpelier. Is that start time real? 722? At Montpelier, 
Anyway, uh, it's going to be gorgeous either way, both places. Uh, temperatures will probably be in the 70s still, a real springtime treat for you this weekend. And then looking ahead to next week, we've got Eldora at 730 on Tuesday evening. That one also uh, looking uh, okay as far as weather goes. It will be a little bit cooler. Uh, temperatures there could be in the 40s. Hey, great to be back with your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Brian Weekman. So there you go. There's Ryan. He's doing some business over there. It's uh, Ryan Weekman was uh, doing his uh, forecast. Not looking too bad. I think uh, I think everything will be all all right. It's only the only question mark there is uh, if that rain stays far enough north on uh, Friday for for Attica to get things in. Hopefully uh, they will. Well, and I I, I think it's going to be through a little early as long as the place doesn't take a lot of rain. Okay. Uh, and I was about to wrap up the show. I almost forgot our uh, Hammerdown hotline here. We have to Ooh, address yeah. this. Here's uh, our Hammerdown hotline uh, call from this week. Yeah, I'd love to know what's going on with that there dirt track in Liberty, Indiana. A new group came in and bought the track. They're fixing it up. Plus, you open it up. Plus, you're racing every week, and you can't find nothing. It's like a ghost town. Like, you can't find out nothing. So I'm putting you guys on the case. What is going on with the track in Liberty, Indiana? So are we racing? What are we doing? So I, I, I stuck Dave, our producer Dave Kemmer on that. I did a little bit of investigating on that, too. I didn't and, even know there was. And, a- and our caller was kind of right. Yes, yes, he was. Not a lot of information out there. <laughs> there isn't. Uh, the track uh, in Liberty, Indiana, was uh, known as Union County Speedway. It ran until 2015. There's a go-kart track there, too. They ran up until 2018, uh, Sean Crouch became the new track manager in 2017. He planned to reopen in April of that year, um, but uh, I guess things fell apart, and uh, now the uh, facility sits in purgatory, uh, much like uh, a facility a little closer to home here uh, down in Finley, Millstream. Yeah. It's uh, it's there. A lot of interest in... And not much going on. Yeah. Unfortunately, so uh, we thank you for for that call again. If uh, you want to call and leave us a message uh, on our Hammerdown hotline, that number is well. And maybe Scott, maybe our caller has some inside information that somebody has shown interest in taking it over. And if he could give us some insider information, maybe we could fix him there, up with a free pizza that's or something. A, there we go. We need uh, insider information. We're bribing you with free pizza. Four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. Uh, 419-318-3081. Call that anytime, day or night. It's the Hammerdown Hotline. If you know anything about Union County Speedway, let us know. Yeah. And uh, also want to know your opinions on the uh, recording, uh, video recording or live streaming of uh Oh, absolutely. So there you go. Again, we, uh, we'd like to talk about that at length next week. Let us know what yeah, you think. Interesting. Speaking of next week, we're going to have uh, either uh, Chrissy or Pam Hendricks. On from Oakshade Raceway, talk about the uh, upcoming race season there. Despite it, we originally was supposed to kick off next weekend, but that again has been pushed back. May seventh is now the season opener date for Oakshade Raceway, but we'll still talk to them. Well, and maybe we could talk to both of them. Possibly, She'll see I know Chrissy. Chrissy's been under the weather I, a little yeah, bit. She's so. been under the weather, and, and and a lot of talking is, is tough on her, but she's always got a lot of good information. So yes, she does. Uh, and then two weeks from tonight, uh, we will have our Flat Rock, Toledo, and Lima Land preview. We're going to have Scott Schultz. Oh, by the way, he said hi. All right. And he says, is that old guy still talking? Yeah, he <laughs> is. 
Uh, Scott Schultz will join us uh, about um, Toledo and Flat Rock. And Jerry is going to be our guest to talk about uh, Limeland. Hope he's better than showing up for that than he has been the last <laughs> couple of shows. Uh, that's two weeks from tonight. So uh, make oh, sure to like us. Hope you're listening, Jerry. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also check out the Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, our website at hammerdownracingreport.com. There's a store in there. You can get some swag, check out old shows, uh, information uh, if you want to become a sponsor as well on there. I think all 227 now of our shows. Oh, yeah. There's actually more than that because some of them don't count as like the best ofs. I don't think yeah. I counted, and then like that special one we did with uh, the Sandusky Speedway announcement. So there's a f- there's a few more than 227. And, and I think we did a live from uh, the mall in Bowling Green. That one did count. That one did count. That did count. Okay. That was like an hour and 45 minutes. That was a long one. That one, it was fun though. We talked to a lot of people. That was probably the most people we've had on at once. Right. We need to do another one of those. I talking to Dean. Uh, about doing a, a live show this summer at uh, Big D's Ooh. and bringing some race cars out. Maybe doing it like on a, a Sunday afternoon or something. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get we, some racers out there. As long as we don't conflict with Montpelier running on Sunday. Well, they usually run Saturday. Oh, okay. They're Saturday. I think we'll be all right. We'll figure something out. Uh, thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, uh, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, and Bob Stasak. Uh, thank you for all your help. Again, thank you to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. And uh, this week I'm throwing in just an honorable mention to Warpaint Graphics. Really? So Alan was good to you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Alan was good to me. It's always good to me. He forgot my the little window. Stickers. I want to get some of those. So, he's going to get to those in the future for me. Hopefully, by uh, opening night. Um, oh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. It's a wrap. That's it. Yeah. Again, Hammer Down Hotline 419-318-3081. We'll see you next week with our uh, Oakshade Raceway uh, season preview with uh, one of the Hendricks ladies. Somebody. Somebody from the maybe track. Katie or Tiffany. Or- well, they can join in, too. Why not? Yeah. That, that would make for an interesting episode. Could we do a couple of lines? A couple of lines? Of what? Of phones. Oh, a couple phone lines. Oh, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We're out. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Pit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!